Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len. And I'm Kathleen. (laughs) 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 You are stirring your cauldron over there, and uh, we're loving every minute of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely getting witchy over here, for sure. Yeah, this is our last minute with you here, Kathleen, but... uh, Oh, it's so sad. It's been... you guys are so cool. Uh, well, we Brewster. That. We're so cool, Brewster. Leonard's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, Kathleen, say the line. Oh. <laughs> uh, we'll say a line back to you. I don't know. What are we going to say? Like, uh, Amy! <laughs> <laughs> That should be in the drinking game every time Charlie says Amy. (laughs) Or like, you know, you have to have faith for that flattery to work on us. (laughs) This Kathleen. Uh, (laughs) This is minute 79 of Fright Night. It begins with Jerry crushing the crucifix and ends with Peter turning tail. Oh my gosh, we are waiting since yesterday to find out what would happen if Jerry, is Jerry going to get an ouchie? He wraps his claw around the crucifix and crushes it, taking it out of Peter's hand. Uh, it, honestly, that cr- crucifix is crushed like he's got a couple of Snickers bars in his hand. Yeah, I'm actually wondering what it's made out of. Like, it seems like it's hollowed out for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause when, when you're a kid, you don't think about these things and you're just like, Oh, he's really strong. He's got excellent dexterity and hand strength. You know, um, now as I get older from all the years of video games, my arthritic hands are just super impressed by this scene still. So. <laughs> I gotta say, this is one of those, uh, I don't know. You want, maybe you don't want to call it a movie flub, but it's one of the times I definitely know he's wearing rubber extendo fingers because when he's holding that crushed crucifix in front of him, you can see that a couple of fingers are bent a little differently than they right, should be. Right. Like his index finger looks pretty bent. Now, do you think, I, I mean, this cross came from Peter's stash, so yeah. it could be a prop cross anyway. Ah. Right? So, ah. so it could be plastic. So, because it looks plastic or rubber. Work. Right. So it has to be a wooden or metal crucifix. Right. Right. Well, Jerry actually tells Peter that you have to have faith for it to work. <gasps> Oh, bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, now, we've heard this rule before. Evil Ed uh, laid it out for Charlie, who should have definitely known all of this stuff. But, you know, Evil Ed told him all about vampires, even though he's been watching horror movies like crazy. But uh, he said that you have to have faith for its work. Um, so the cross didn't actually work on Jerry. Like, Jerry's gotten a cross pulled on him by Charlie before uh, in the bedroom. And uh, there's no explanation. You know, Jerry has him up against the wall. Charlie pulls the cross out. Jerry grabs his wrist and like crushes it. And yeah, he, he sort of sna- he sort of snatches it before it even gets into his view. Yeah. He sort of stops him before it even gets into his face. I think. Which which you know it's not really explained, uh, but 
in the original script, you know, like one of the earlier drafts that I have, Jerry literally says in that line, I have to see it, mm. which is the dumbest rule I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm not looking. <laughs> it doesn't work on me. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm plucking my nose. That garlic definitely doesn't work, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't like the idea that a vampire can be like, you know, use like such a simple uh, rule as like, you know, putting a blindfold on. <laughs> sure. I mean, when it's set out loud, it seems stupid. But in the bedroom, the way he grabs his arm and sort of crushes Definitely it before not he looking does it. Yeah, it wasn't looking at that sort of. It was okay. I but when it's like, set out loud, it's silly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of. I've always thought of that. Like we talk about canon and, and vampire canon and war and things like that. I always felt it was the the crucifix was a conduit of your faith and the power of faith. Right, right. But I'm not really digging the rule in this universe of like they have to just see it, you know. And I feel like maybe the director and writers thought, oh, we've got all these movies where vampires are shielding their eyes constantly from the sight of a crucifix. And it's like, no, it's the power of God, like compelling them away. You know, it's not just a visual thing. It's right. I don't know. But I'm sure you're going to have someone awesome talking about faith and, and God coming up soon. Well, so. I actually have a, a father coming on to talk about that Whoa. when the comes up again, uh, and it actually does work. Spoilers. Uh, you know, when when Evil talks about that rule earlier in the movie, we had a conversation about it, about how, like, does it have to be Christian faith? Does it have, could it, could it be like, uh, you know, there's a, there's an old uh, movie, it's like a Roman Polanski vampire killers movie. Yeah, vampire killers, uh, f- the uh, fearless vampire Fear, killer. Yeah, where uh, somebody uses a cross <laughs> on a vampire and it turns out that he's Jewish and that's like kind of a big joke, you know, uh, you know, that it doesn't work on him because that's not his faith. Right. Uh but I almost think, like, you know, I came up with the idea that if you just put enough, you know, faith that whatever you're holding in your hand is going to ward off the vampire, maybe that's the power. Like, faith. Yeah. You have to have faith. So, faith in what, you know? In in, in my, I don't know, my opinion, but it goes back to, like, the source material. The vampires are intertwined with Christianity. Not meaning to be offensive, but we'll say mythology, right? Yeah, Part yeah. of the vampire mythology is intertwined with the Christian faith, the Jesus and the cross and the sacrifice and all of that is the antithesis of the evil that a vampire represents, right? right. So to me, it's like it, that makes sense that it's a cross and it's a crucifix and it's it's because it's it, to me they they go hand in hand. Other faiths, like the Jewish faith, I think has a golem or something like that, right? So I don't know. To me, they, they but that that's just me. I feel like it's that's part of the lore. Part of the vampire lore is Christianity. Hmm. I, I don't know. I To me, it's kind of like, okay, so, you know, it, the cross works later with Peter. It was going to work in a moment with Charlie. Like, does that mean that that character has some sort of, like, born-again feeling? Like, he did, all of a sudden is a believer in God? I don't right. see any sort of, like, yeah, line no or anything. That, yeah. like he went, went and prayed over it or anything like right. that. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I feel it's, like, confidence. Like, Peter yeah. is scared to death. He holds the cross out. It doesn't sure, work. Sure. Charlie holds the cross out and it 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 stuns uh jerry i mean we'll, we'll get into it but um it's definitely something i keep wrestling with like right is, is, does he have does he not have faith in god or does he not have faith that it's gonna work right or in himself, or himself. That's yeah. The thing. yeah yeah and I the courage in. yeah it's definitely something i'd love to ask tom holland about yeah um 
Also, like, what's the difference between a cross and a crucifix? Is it, it does Jesus hanging off the front of your cross mean like it's a super cross now? So a crucifix is with the um, the imagery of Christ on the cross, right. where it shows him in some form or fashion of him being, you know, crucified. Just a cross is just cross with none of the, that imagery on it. So I mean, I've seen some vampire films where they're like, just kind of like cross a couple of candles in front of themselves. And then it's a cross now, you know, but like, is it, uh, <laughs> is it, is it, does it have more power? None of the, the literal son of God is, uh, I mean, it's not literal. It's a little tiny reproduction of an image of the son of God, but the son of God is hanging off of your weapon. Like, it's right. like it's like a super a super right. <laughs> I want why hasn't anybody ever used playing knots and crosses tic tac toe in a vampire movie? Pick that sheet up with all the X's you made and slightly uh, tilt it on its side. Now, I've now never you're gonna cross heard of that. What? What is that? Tic tac toe? No 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 knots and crosses. Knots and crosses, I think is what it's originally called. Okay. Yeah. I have never heard of this knots and crosses. They, oh Nazi crosses? Like what they're getting into on the show. They did have those, I think. Yeah, and their helmets. No. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, I love um, kind of the uh, evolution of games and, and lore and things like that. So, so when knots and crosses eventually became tic-tac-toe is what you're saying. I think so. I think I could be wrong, but I think so. That's kind of like, have y'all, do you know the evolution of baseball in America? It used to be a game called Town Ball back in the day. Oh, yeah. And it was really popular, like during Civil War era and things like that. And then it morphed into baseball. I thought it was so. like stick ball. Is stick ball like town ball? Yeah, stick ball and town ball are similar. So, hmm. so uh, Jerry takes this mangled couple of Snickers bars and uh, throws it behind him. And uh, yeah, this is one of those uh, film flubs that I thought I found here. It, the sound of it hitting the floor definitely happens before it even lands. <laughs> which is funny but you know I think in my mind watching the movie without stopping it minute by minute analyzing it second by second I just was like thinking that you know maybe a piece of it hit the ground <laughs> first and I just didn't see the rest of it hitting the I don't know <laughs> um but yes Peter is horrified by this his power yeah. move did not work this is the one thing that he was like Okay, I mean, you know, it was really scary having that kid vampire in my apartment, but that one thing I used on him scared him away. And uh, and so that is a rule that I've always observed in my movies. Crosses ward off vampires, uh, but uh, uh, Peter's never heard about this rule. You have to have faith in it. <laughs> it's like, oops. It was a definite oh shit moment. Yeah. So. <laughs> but then again, here here comes the argument again. Why did it work on Ed? To what he he was probably he was he probably even more scared with evil oh. Ed, not even realizing like holy shit there's a vampire in here we, we vampires also, are real yeah yeah but we also if you see enough vampire movies or read enough vampire books the master vampire has insane uh, strength and ability right way more than their children so to speak right. and also evil Ed was fresh like. Brand new. Oh, can I also ask? Okay, this is this is another plot hole for me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, at this point, Amy is tur- turning right, and she and and Dandridge is setting up this special thing for her with dirt in the coffin, so she can complete the change and all this crap. Yeah, Evil Ed was able to change into a freaking vampire wolf, and he didn't have to go through that bullshit. <laughs> okay. So I'm not really understanding. Like it just, there's not a lot of continuity 
and the rules need to be written down, and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, there's also the thing where, you know, he, he gets turned into a vampire, and moments later, he is a full-fledged vampire. He is in Peter's apartment. He's He has knowledge that, you know, the master isn't going to like this. Well, how, how did he know? How many, how, did he get into a long conversation with Jerry about his, you know, the way he runs his runs his town or runs his, his little vampire? Uh, Jerry just gave him a sheet with the bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> Look this over. He sent him a fax, right? Right. right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Peter is stunned, and Charlie lunges forth with his cross and says, Stop! And this is when Jerry lets out this low, guttural moan. What do you guys think about this? It's cheesy, but it's effective. Uh, it, it's creepy. It's not natural. It's... It, you're seeing this man, okay? He's he looks like a guy, but until moments like that happens, you're reminded, oh, he is this terrifying beast. He's this creature. He's this monster. It's a guttural, unnatural sound, and it is so disturbing even to this day yeah. for me. I, I said the same to Robin. It, it's one of those things that bummed me out as a kid. It kind of disturbed me a little bit. It's because of that demonic pitch down. Ooh. Yeah. But I would say it's when I think of Fright Nights, one of the scenes I think of. You know? <laughs> it reminds me of... Um, and I mean, you could compare it to, I guess, the new version of it, but I always think of the Tim Curry version. Oh, me, too. me too. It reminds me of when you see the clown and it's disarming. It's that disarming effect, right? And you're like, oh, it's a clown. Clowns are creepy as shit to me, regardless. But it's not until like those unnatural little behaviors start to happen or the teeth start to show that you're like, oh, crap, this isn't just a person or a clown. This is a freaking beast monster that's going to that can eat me alive, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and this is definitely the uh, this is battery acid, you know, creep or whatever he says. That. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. This is battery acid, you jerk face or whatever line was i can't remember <laughs> I mean, yeah and there it is that is you know if people don't know what we're talking about eddie casprack in it uh scares off this childhood monster by holding his uh inhaler in front mm. of him and squirting at him and having faith that, faith. that the, yeah. yeah yeah so i you know again it it kind of works for me because he is conquering his fear and uh, uh and, and has confidence that this is going to work he's he, this is his weapon and it's going to work um and uh i wonder if it's the same it works the same here anyway <laughs> getting getting back onto that again sorry <laughs> <laughs> To me, I you know I almost wonder. It's so theatrical, um, and I'm not even picking on the movie. I wonder if Jerry's playing. You know, I wonder if he's like, oh my god, a cross. I couldn't. You know, and mm-hmm. kind of backing away, and but knowing full well that Billy is going to step in and lay some damage down. I kind of get the th- now that you say that. Because when Billy comes in, Jerry's hanging on him and having that smug-ass smile, just like, ha-ha, but you got me, guys. Well, you didn't. I've got Billy (laughs) Cole here because obviously he said his full name at some point in the frickin' movie. (laughs) um, No, I 
I, that's a good point, Robin. I think you're right. He may have been faking. Uh, yeah, I don't know because it, it plays both ways. It, you know, Jerry is that you know, like we, we've said before, coy, you know, conniving, you know, yeah. and having fun with this whole idea of like, oh, this is Friday. Oh, I don't know. I always took it as real, only because of the pitched down voice. Because yeah. his, his real self comes out for a second. I think if he was the fucking around, he wouldn't do that. I think it would be more like you're. Saying, I think like, you guys. Oh. Hard to say. That's a question for Tom yeah. when you have him on the show because you know if if it is something that is hurting him that is backing him up it makes sense that billy now steps in to smack him because you know billy realizes that uh, i have to protect you know my master um and uh and also i've been wanting to hit this freaking kid all this time <laughs> and finally finally i get to smash him one but but it's really funny that uh uh you know when jerry backs away charlie just kind of smiles at peter it's like <laughs> We're going to make it. <laughs> See? We're good. Uh, and that's when Billy hits him so hard. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> hits him so hard, he flies over the side of the staircase and onto the floor below. I, I mean, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to hurt. Back backhands him, doesn't he? Yep. Like it's a really intense backhand. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, we haven't uh, we haven't seen what Billy's been capable of uh, so far in the movie. He's scary. He's a bully. But this shows he is really strong. Super strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. He knocked the shit out of uh, Charlie with a bitch slap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old backhand. Uh, I will point out that in the script, Billy uh, uh, takes the cross from Charlie and then hits him, which makes me wonder: Where's the cross now? His little, his little signature cross. Does it come come back? I can't even, I can't even remember if mm. we see that cross again. But I can't remember. Yeah. I, I should know this, like coming in from the minute by minute community. Yeah. I should know these things, but I failed you all. I haven't. So sorry. You know, I haven't watched this movie in full since we started this. So right. I've been kind of having fun figuring it out along the way and playing from memory. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it comes back. Cause it is, that's the cross that evil lad gave him. That's the cross, uh, that he was holding during the vampire test. Like, you know, get behind me, you know, and it kind of scared Jerry back the first time he had it out. Mm. Um, and, but, you know, and Peter didn't notice, but, um, so in, in that sense, you know, thinking about that scene, I think maybe, maybe it does work, you know, maybe he does have faith enough for that cross to work. So, and, uh, Jerry not looking at it in the bedroom means maybe it's worked all this time. Maybe Charlie is the only one that has faith here right now. Right. Has has the confidence. I just had a thought. So you said that evil Ed gave Charlie that cross, right? Yep. Maybe it had some added special, like, plus one friendship points on it, you know? (laughs) So maybe that helped a little bit because it came from a place of, like, love and friendship. Mm -hmm. So combined with the faith, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, You know. I'm going on a stretch here. Again, you can ask Tom all this stuff. Right, right. So uh, Charlie is out of commission. Jerry leans on Billy's shoulders and gives him a grin, gives Peter a grin, like, what now? You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what do you got? 
Um, and Peter runs. <laughs> um, he does not remember that he has a gun in his pocket that he said that was going to take out this guy because he walks during the day. Uh, he does not care about the fact that this teenage boy is laying into, in a crumpled mess at the side of the stairs. <laughs> like, he is done. He is gone. His one weapon is just crushed. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Help. His power move. Freaking coward. This made me so angry, like, when he ran away. And, and I watched it again, like, this week, you know, and it still makes me mad. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little freaking coward, little. You're saying coward, coward, and you said it at the beginning of this week. You compared uh, Peter to the Cowardly Lion, and this uh, this is definitely something that Roddy McDowell found inspiration in in uh, portraying the character. He says, quote, he's like the Cowardly Lion in The Wizard of Oz, really, full of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yep. That's cool. And he was just, you know, he, uh, he was talking about how he's like a bad actor, and that's how he portrayed him. But, you know, in this sense, this is, this is definitely Cowardly Lion. There is a scene in The Wizard of Oz where the cowardly lion is just t- turns tail and runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that is uh, with, with the slam of that door, with the the grin of uh, Jerry and uh, Billy. Um, that is that draws us to the end of this minute with you. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about Fright Night wise? Uh, no, I mean this has just been so much fun um, in my circle of friends just growing up and now no one else is really into horror movies as much as I am. So this is really the first time I'm talking with horror movie aficionados. So we're just um, fans. Nah, yeah, we're (laughs) hacks and fans. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll take that back. Hacks and fans like myself. So um, it's just been really enjoyable for me. I I hope I brought something, you know, to these last few episodes. I just adore and cherish this movie with all of my being. So thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, we really appreciated it too. Yeah. We definitely enjoyed having you uh, these past four minutes. Uh, we wish you could stay for longer, but uh, we have uh, we have other folks that want to be on, and uh, we actually have a, a very special guest coming up uh, on tomorrow's minute, just for one minute. The uh, one of the uh, uh, people that started this whole minute by minute phenomenon. We're going to have Alex Robinson from Star Wars Minute on here to talk about one minute of uh, Fright Night, but we gave him a good one. Uh, hashtag Raggedy Ann. <laughs> Is that a hashtag? I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm old. Um, <laughs> Until then, uh, Kathleen, thank you again. Uh, you want to please give another plug to uh, your uh, your podcast and your podcast network. Yeah, sure. So I'm Kathleen Mocklin. I'm the host of Hocus Pocus Minute. You can find us on Facebook. Just look up Hocus Pocus Minute. Uh, our podcast is a part of the Pele Media Group, and you can find us at www.pele.com. PeleMediaGroup.com and Pele is spelled P-E-L-E. Um, some other minute by minute uh, podcasts that are part of this group are Ghostbusters Minute, Jurassic Park Minute, and Goonies Minute. So with that, I will turn it back to your fabulous hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you again. Uh, as for us, uh, we're going to put a stake in this one. Follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at G email.com. Maybe we'll have a big feedback section at the end of all this because I'm imagining our email box is probably very full by now. Please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Dr. Grant. And I'm Kathleen. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night, everybody. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> You're so cool, Brewster. <laughs>